Shalom, shalom, everybody. Let me get a better footing here. All right. I'm not in Southern Florida anymore. Even though I have a beach, I'm now on the Eastern coast of Florida. This is St. Pete's Beach near St. Petersburg, Tampa, on the Eastern coast of Florida. So here, doing, uh, continuing to do important stuff for Israel. This stuff's not for camera. So uh, I just wanted to give you an update. Really, really heavy stuff to talk about. First of all, let's start with the good news. The good news is that as of this moment, the IDF is working hard in the tunnels beneath the Shifa hospital, little by little doing more and more stuff, finding more and more tunnel networks, uh, finding more and more stuff down there of Hamas. That's like really, really key. Unbelievable that they're down there. But even more than that, even more than that, right now there are videos going around of Hamas terrorists crawling out of the tunnels, surrendering to IDF soldiers. So the question is, what is going on down in the tunnels that is causing IDF, that is causing Hamas terrorists to be coming out of the tunnels and surrendering? Something is going on down there. Thank God our IDF soldiers are doing heroic, heroic work that shouldn't have to be done because that's billions of, billions of dollars of in international aid, U.S. taxpayer money, European taxpayer money that went to build those tunnels, those terror tunnels. The international community did not stop giving the money via UNRWA, via however other directions, via, to Iran, allowing Qatar to do it. Billions of dollars of international aid to build terror tunnels. The world turns a blind eye. And now IDF soldiers have to risk their lives in these tunnels to try to save hostages, to, save, to, to stop the terror, the evil, barbaric terror of these Muslim jihadis that exist in our midst. But they're doing it. Something's going on in the tunnels. Something is going on and our IDF soldiers are so brave they are such heroes such such heroes i'm talking about the ones on the ground i'm talking about i'm talking about the fighters on the ground i'm talking about the low ranking officers on the ground those are all the biggest heroes risking their lives literally in terror dungeons to save lives and stand up for the jewish people in the land of israel that is the good news now I want to touch upon this hostage deal ceasefire. I'm not going to go into the details about it. I'm not going to go into why I think it is a bad deal following other bad deals. The fact that we are talking with Nazis, thinking that we can talk with evil people and negotiate with evil people. Netanyahu himself wrote a book saying you never negotiate with terrorists. And here Netanyahu is negotiating with the e e our evil terrorists once again. It's not the first time. I want to focus on one important point regarding this hostage deal. And it's going to call out a piece of information that's being used positively and I look at negatively. And I wrote about this earlier. The fact that the hostage deal ceasefire, right, 10... Ten women and children are being released a day in exchange for like 50 terrorists who 
might, while they might not have blood on their hands, they all tried, or many of them tried to kill Jews, but they were unsuccessful. So they're all terrorists. They just, by the, by, by the grace of God above, uh, they were unsuccessful in murdering Jews. So those are the ones being released, 18-year-olds, 17-year-olds, women, terrorists, all terrorists who tried to kill Jews. So they're being released and we're getting 50 women and children. Please, God, they should come home now that the, the, the deal is done, right? I, I'm not going to argue against the deal. The deal is done. But it's the fact that... Oh, and then there's a ceasefire. We have to stop fighting. We are putting so much pressure. This is only happening because we're putting pressure on them. Imagine how much of a better deal we can get if we continue putting more pressure. We totally liberate all of northern Gaza. We liberate all of Gaza City. We totally eradicate all the tunnels under Gaza City and in the whole north. Imagine how much pressure that would put on Hamas for an even better deal. Like, why are we giving into their psychological uh, manipulation? Keep on pressing. Keep on pressing. Keep on wiping them out underneath. Keep on wiping them out on top. Why are we making this deal? But whatever the deal is made. But this is what, this is what concerns me about the deal that all the heads of the army and the intelligence services support the deal. Now, that's being used in the press and by Jewish leaders to say, oh, we should support it. All the heads of the army, all the heads of the intelligence support this deal. Great. No, that means it's horrible. The heads of the army and the heads of the intelligence, they're the ones responsible for what happened on October 7th. They should have all resigned. They should have all resigned. The fact that Benny Gantz and Gabby Eisenstock, that they're in the war cabinet, they are responsible for what happened today. They were the heads of the army that allowed for this to happen today. For us to have 1,400 innocent Jews massacred. The worst tragedy ever to happen to the Jewish people in the land of Israel and ever since the Holocaust. They are all responsible. They should have all, they should have all resigned. Resigned. Benny Gantz resigned, Gadi Ashkenazi resigned, the, all the heads of the army, all the heads of the n intelligence, not just the top, like the top levels, all of them resigned. All of them. They're all responsible for this. And they're the ones saying it's a good deal, then you should be careful. You know what else they said was a good deal? They thought Oslo was a good deal. Oslo was a disaster. And I was talking about that, I've been talking about that for 30 years since it was signed in 1993. You know what else was a disaster? The Gaza disengagement, the expulsion of 10,000 Jews from their homes and the destruction of 21 Jewish communities in the Gaza Strip. That was also a disaster, also supported by the heads of the, of the IDF and heads of the intelligence. You wanna know what else is a disaster? The Gilad Shalit deal that released over 1,000 horrendous terrorists, Hamas terrorists, who today led this massacre for one Israeli soldier, Gilad Shalit. Guess who supported that? The heads of the IDF, the heads of the intelligence. And then, what the, on top of all those disasters, 30 years of misreading reality, 30 years of not understanding the Middle East, 30 years of not understanding our enemies, 30 years of empowering our enemies, 30 years of giving guns to the Palestinian Authority, 30 years of allowing the world to give money to Hamas via the United Nations, via Iran, via, via, via Qatar. 30 years 
of all of this wrong thinking and leadership. 30 years of not leading an army to win and beat our enemies and protect Israeli citizens. 30 years of, of mistakes. 30 years of failure. 30 years of military failure, of military intelligence failure. 30 years that Israeli soldiers, while we're being trained for war, our leaders end up just managing a conflict. They don't know how to fight a war. And I'm not saying this. This is retired General Yitzhak Brick, who was hired by the government 10, 15 years ago to research the readiness of the army for war. And he has said on camera plenty of times that the leaders of the Israeli army, the high officers, they are not trained to win a war. They are trained to manage a conflict. And all of these men and women, if they're up there, they're still up there. They're still running the army. They're still running the intelligence. And they had all the information. They had all the intelligence to know Hamas was planning this. We know it. The information is out there. The heads of the army and intelligence have already said, yes, we're responsible. They knew the information. 4.30 in the morning, they knew the information and they said, oh, let's sleep on it. Let's, let's reconvene at 8 o'clock in the morning. They did not escalate the warnings to the government. They did not escalate the warnings to Netanyahu. And all of those people are still in charge? And they're the ones making the decisions today about this war and about the hostage ceasefire deal? They should all be gone. Gone. Now, I know people are upset at Bibi. All right, now listen to me. I have plenty, I have plenty of criticism for Bibi Netanyahu over these 30 years. But understand this. He's been surrounded by all these snakes for 30 years. These have been the people giving all the the expert information about the army and the intelligence. These have been the leaders who've been stabbing Netanyahu and Netanyahu governments behind their back. I mean, stabbing them in their back. You know the story of the intelligence leaders who leaked to the Obama administration that Bibi was planning on attacking Iranian nuclear facilities? We, we could have gotten rid of Iran years ago, but it was the heads of Israeli intelligence who leaked the information to Obama and then Obama pressured Netanyahu and Netanyahu had to, had to stop the plan. So everyone who's complaining about Bibi, with all of our complaints about Bibi, understand he has been surrounded, he has been in a, a, a nest of snakes. The heads of the IDF, the heads of inte Israeli intelligence have been snakes feeding the wrong information, feeding the wrong advice, not wanting to do what Bibi and Bibi's government would have wanted to do. So Bibi all these years has had to make decisions, bad decisions from bad options. He could never make the right decision because he didn't have the army or the intelligence to allow him to do what was necessary. So yes, I'm giving Bibi the benefit of the doubt. 100% I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt because I know the insanity and, 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 the, and, the, and the evil that's within, and I won't say evil, but the miseducation and misthinking of our army leaders and our intelligence leaders for 30 years. Like I've been saying in all my talks, the head of the army and the Israeli intelligence have been neutered for 30 years. Neutered by a peace process. Still today, they won't call the Palestinian Authority an enemy. The Palestinian Authority is an enemy. It's an enemy. 
They're training their troops to do what? To fight Jordan? No, they're training them to fight us one day with U.S. funding, U.S. training, and Israel still giving money to it as well. So why is Israel giving money to it? Because we don't have, if we stop giving money to it, then all of a sudden America would pressure us and stop and well, who knows, and UN condemnations, etc., etc. Now, do I wish we had leadership to stand up to all that? Yes, I wish we did have leadership to stand up all that and put up with the pressure of America and the Western world. I wish we had leaders who say, we're going to stop this facade. Palestinian Authority is an enemy. We're not giving money anymore. You stop giving money. UNRWA is an enemy. United Nations is an enemy. You stop giving money. Pull out of UNRWA. I want leaders saying all that. I want leaders saying all that. In the meantime, we don't. We don't. And in the meantime, Bibi Netanyahu has been in a hornet's nest or a venom nest surrounded by intelligence leaders and military IDF leaders who have not allowed him to properly defend the Jewish people in the Jewish state of Israel. This is our reality. That's why I'm worried about this deal. And here we have a former army chief of staff, former prime minister, Ehud Barak, who's dropping bombs on Israel and the Israeli people all over the world. In his interviews, he's saying horrendous things that are not helping Israel, they're hurting Israel. On CNN, to one of the worst, worst anchors of CNN, he's saying unbelievable information that's hurting Israel when we're trying to defend ourselves on the world stage. This is the same Ehud Barak who said back in 2020, that Israeli bodies are going to be dead for then Israel to call him to be Prime Minister. What did Ehud Barak know in 2020 that we still don't know today? Why did the leaders of the anti-judicial reform protest movement say that Netanyahu won't have an army come September? Their words, not mine. And this is a protest movement that heads of the IDF and heads of the Israeli intelligence were involved in. They were involved in, in protesting and behind the scenes. They were giving information where Israeli ministers were so that hordes of mobs of anti-judicial reform protest people could be there protesting against them. How'd they get the information? Because Secret Service leaders were leaking that information. What is going on? What is Ehud Barak and these protest leaders who it's always been about getting rid of Bibi? It's always been about getting rid of Bibi. We have a very evil, deep state in the bureaucracy and in the high echelons of the army and the IDF and intelligence. Not all of them, but enough of them to cause chaos. Chaos that's brought about the horrendous, horrendous massacre we just experienced. And yes, Bibi is the good guy. And how do you know he's the good guy? Because they've been trying to get rid of him for 30 years. And he's been stopped right and left every time he's turned. So imagine how unbelievable it is that Israel is in the situation it is and not worse. And not worse. Yes, that massacre could have been even worse and we could have been massacred years ago and the deep state could have given away Judea and Samaria years ago and we could have had massacres inside of Israel years ago because the deep state within Israel, including high officials in the army and high officials of the intelligence, they have a different agenda and it's not protecting the Jewish people in the Jewish state of Israel. I don't know what the agenda is. I don't know, but it's not good. It's not good. And you're getting this information here 
because one day there's after this war there's going to be an investigation and guess what the people running the investigation are probably going to be people from the deep state who are going to allow all the people involved in the deep state to get a, get away with their evil and then punish the politicians the politicians are puppets up on top with no power they have no power to anoint their attorney generals and their ministries they have no power the deep state tries their best to kill all their initiatives whenever we get a right-wing government the deep state and the justice system tries to kill all their initiatives to strengthen israel to strengthen the army to strengthen the jewish character of the state of israel that's how strong the deep state is that's why the judicial reform is so necessary and that's why we needed it and one day we'll have it but i want to end on the positive you know me folks i'm gonna end on the positive the positive is the Jewish people today are in the situation where the situation is not worse and it's going to be better because of our brave King David-like heroes on the ground in the IDF fighting like lions of Judea, fighting in the tunnels, fighting in the streets. It's the low-level, it's the low-ranking officers and the fighting soldiers on the ground. We are going to win because of them. We're going to win because of all the King Judea-like proud Jewish Israeli soldiers today who run into the line of fire and saved so many Jews from an even worse massacre down south. Despite the failed leadership of the top of the IDF and the intelligence, we are going to win because Am Israel is strong. We have weak leaders, and right now I'm talking about the military and the intelligence and the deep state. I'm not talking about the politicians. They're weak for another reason, because they can't get anything done, even if they wanted to, because the deep state stops them. We're going to win because Am Yisrael is strong. The Jewish people today have come together, raising money, buying equipment. Why equipment? Because the leadership of the army is so rotten that it didn't prepare for this situation. It didn't have enough equipment for the army. So the Jewish people is, pro is providing the equipment. I'm positive. Am Yisrael is strong. Am Yisrael is going to come out of this despite the failure of our military intelligence leadership. So be positive, folks. I'm just here to tell the truth that's not being told anywhere else in the establishment media and to talk about these issues so that we know about them and then also to give you all the chizuk why we're going to come out of this. God above is looking at us and he sees the achtut, the unity of Am Yisrael and that's our power. And he sees the spirituality and the good and the kindness and the helping we're doing to one another. And while it is so sad, all of the soldiers who are losing their lives because of a failure of the upper echelons, they're the ones who should be paying the price with their lives. Not the, not the sweet, so sweet, pure fighting soldiers on the ground. The high school in Efrat lost three, three students in one class just over the last few days or weeks. Three students in one class from Nevei Shmuel and Efrat. So many sweet souls have been taken because of a failure of our military and intelligence leaders. It is so sad. And yet they're still in positions. And yet they're still advising. It's insane. Just trying to get composed because again the positive is there are so many more pure IDF soldiers on the ground doing the work 
and we're gonna win. We're gonna win despite the failure of our leaders in the military and the intelligence and whatever deep state horrendous evil plan is out there. And I'll just throw this out there because I just heard a video, I heard an interview with someone who used to be the personal assistant working with former Prime Minister Ehud Barak. And she said in her interview, and she said she said this months ago before the massacre, that Ehud Barak is working for foreign interests, not for Israel's interests. Remember that, folks. Ehud Barak is working for foreign interests, not for the benefit of the Jewish people and the Jewish state of Israel. Remember that. One day, all the truth is going to come out. He's not alone. He's with the deep state. He's probably with these senior officials in the military and the intelligence. They are not working for the benefit of the Jewish people and the Jewish state of Israel. It is so sad, but it's not new. It's not new at all. Just look at the, just look at the Bible, folks. We've had these stories before, but we're going to come out of this. And even though I'm here in the beach of St. Pete, outside of St. Petersburg in Tampa, on northeastern Florida, we, the Jewish people, in the modern Jewish state of Israel, we are going to win. And we are never, never leaving. We are home. And we're going to be in an unbelievable place overcoming the internal challenges and external challenges. And if you're Jewish and you're not home in Israel yet, come home. Start making your Aliyah plans. Even if it's just a five-year plan, start making it. Start telling your kids. Start telling your grandkids. Israel is the, even with what happened, Israel is and will be the safest place for Jews moving forward. We know the tsunami of evil that is coming because we have faced it. The Western world doesn't know it. The Jewish community in America and, and Europe, they're starting to wake up in America. They don't know it. It's coming. It's coming. Start making your Aliyah plans now. Start thinking and preparing your family to come home to the Jewish state of Israel. We're going to overcome our failed, weak, and maybe even corrupt leadership deep state in the military and the intelligence. We're going to overcome them. Am Yisrael Chai, folks. Am Yisrael Chai. Thanks for watching another episode of The Pulse of Israel. I can't tell you how much I appreciate all of your support in watching and sharing our videos. Please, if you're not yet a subscriber, we need people to subscribe. We need you to subscribe. Subscribe. Go to pulseofisrael.com and subscribe so you can see every video, get every email. And we need your support. I need you. There's so much work to do. There's so many videos to make. There's so many people to interview. We need your financial support to make it happen. Please. Go to pulseofisrael.com and click on the donate button to help us help wake up as many people as possible around the world with the inspiring truth about Israel and the Jewish people and what's happening in the Jewish state of Israel today. Please, it takes a lot of money. We're doing everything we can with whatever little money we have. The more money we have, the more work we can do. The more videos we can make, the more professional videos we can make, the more people we can interview, the more information we can get out there. So please, please, please sign up at PulseOfIsrael.com. Click and make a donation. Send and share the videos with everyone you can to help us make an even bigger and bigger impact because we are in redemptive times. We are bringing the Geula. It's the confusion and evil around us. We're going to overcome it all. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be awesome. Shalom, everyone. Thanks for watching. Pulse of Israel, frontline videos from the Holy Land. 
support our work by donating today.